first question says, occasionally I'm distracted by my own consciousness of sub-vocalizing and my efforts to reduce it. I'll be the... In the 1960s, the American population topped 200 million for the first time. The average salary was $4,743 a year. 87% of American homes had televisions. Life expectancy for men was 66.6 years and 73.6 years for women. 850,000 war baby students entered college as freshmen. Yep, and in the 60s, I was one of them. So you see, there's a lot of things that come back and make one muse about things. How much do you need? Well, I've been musing recently about some of the things I've come across. One of them I'm going to talk about at this point is the concept of republic, because uh, you may not know it, but I do uh, play with stamps. I enjoy them, the historical content and the changing of regimes and empires rising and falling. But I noticed recently that in the modern age, all the places call themselves republics. It's not, uh, it's not an unusual place uh, to find that, don't you think? The People's Republic of China. Is that anything like our republic? Or are they just using the word once again to confuse people because they actually have a communist dictatorship and socialist structure, which is hierarchical. They elect people who appoint people, and there's no checks and balances. There's only graft to keep people in their appointments and keep the people elected elected. Here, in case people don't know, we have three branches of government that are generally independent unless, like the empire that started after they assassinated Kennedy, um, The Republic has an independent judiciary. That's not true in China. You don't give the right um, ruling, and I don't think you get to live, let alone keep your position. We have an independent legislature. You can see how independent they are. Some want to burn the place down, and some don't, and some people don't know what the heck is going on. And some people know what the heck is going on and are preparing. And I don't mean necessarily with guns or anything. I mean they're preparing because... You can't get this far into uh, a mess without it being messy getting back out. Kind of like the Tar Baby story in Br'er Rabbit and Uncle Remus. Uh, Joel Chandler Harris was uh, the guy who pretended to be Uncle Remus and write these stories about Br'er Rabbit. And in the story of the Tar Baby, well, the Tar Baby was sitting there by the by the road and had a hat on and coat. Ember Rabbit is skippity, hippity, hoppity going down the road and he says, good day, Mr. Tar, Rab uh, Tar Baby. And, uh, or just, good day, mister. And the Tar Baby didn't say anything. Not a word. Well, Brad Rabbit didn't like that too much. He went over there and he said, hey, I'm talking to you. How you doing? 
just sat there. Didn't say a thing. The tar baby just sat there. Maybe he was in meditation. But Br'er Rabbit wasn't a real patient guy. So he said, look, if you don't talk to me, I'm going to slap you. Still silence. So, poof! And Br'er Rabbit got his fist caught in, in the tar. He said, let go, let go, let go. And he started pulling and he couldn't get it out. So he put his foot up to help pull it out and his foot got caught. Well, that's kind of our problems. And uh, if you don't know how the story ends, you probably enjoy reading it. Because uh, we got other things to do. We got to keep on figuring out what a republic is, why people are using the term in, ineffectively, and where did the transition happen? Because, you know, the Cuba, Cuba, uh, Republic of the Congo, what was that? That was like a d democratic republic. They, had, they could vote. So why is the People's Republic? What are they, just because they can vote? That's just democracy. I don't think if you don't really count the votes, if they're kind of coerced, then it's not even a democracy. Don't you think? A gallon of gas cost 25 cents. If you were born in the 60s, your decade opened with John F. Kennedy as the 35th president of the United States. Kennedy, do solemnly swear. I, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, do solemnly swear. That you will faithfully execute the office of president of the United States. And I will faithfully execute the office of president of the United States. And they executed him. To the best of your ability. And will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the and United States. And that's why they executed so him. Help you God. So help me God. And the people today, the young people, don't believe in God. So what do they do in their accent? Name of. opened the first Playboy Club in Chicago. Well, that should make everybody pretty happy there. The Playboy Club, a new president. We were well on our way, except it was the beginning of the immorality that was, you know, people want to have liberty. But as I was saying to someone the other day about CHOP or CHAZ or whatever that thing is, that until rape becomes considered as serious a crime as murder, I'm not interested in all their social programs or Me Too's or all the rest of it because the bottom line is that's the dominant submissive game and it leads to pedophilia, sex trafficking, mutilation, um, you know, snuff films, the whole thing. If you can't respect each other, what the heck are you doing? Oh, wait a second, got to put some more of this on and catch my breath. great Muhammad Ali, known then as Cassius Clay, won the light heavyweight gold medal at the Rome Summer Olympics. Yeah, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. The decision goes to Cassius Clay of the United States. Pietrakowski graciously congratulates him. And then Ziggy's quarterman also acknowledges... Now what's the background of the modern day going to be like? Let's stop for a minute again. Because our modern age has been pretty much um, subject to corporate feuds. 
it's, if, it's a feudalism, and they feud with each other for monopolistic power or total control. Now, how did J.P. Morgan do it in the market? They shorted large positions of paper silver and drove down the price. And they kept that up until they could buy slowly and build the largest supply of silver ever, much larger than the Hunt Brothers. And you remember that movie with, I think it was Eddie Murphy and uh, Dan Aykroyd, right? Um, what was that? It was like uh, cha uh, Changing Places. All right. So what we have now is an old tactic where they're pretending to have the money for the market by using an ETF, which is supposed to have it, have the silver, let's say, and leases it to those who have to cover a short. But you can see that's like a double derivative already. Okay, these clowns, you should know that that's one of the big deals. My, my book is coming out because I now have to have a cover on it. I couldn't do my creative blank white cover, so I'm looking for a real publisher for underground um, artists. We can, we can put out what we want because they're going to start censoring everything that we do. But in order to get my story out so you know what's really going on, it's, it covers 70 years, essentially. That's a, that's a chunk of time. Um, yeah, so it's going to have a cover, and it'll be out, but it's been, a, it's been a hellish experience, and you have to bow down to the printers, and, the, and it just doesn't work out. It's just a terrible system. So where was I here? The free market price. Well, the free market. What is the free market? That's what the market can bear. It should be regulated a little bit. I mean, that's what taxes are for. That's a great governor. You make too much money, you have pay more taxes. So we're back to the corporate structure, the feuds. These feudal lords, these corporate feudal lords, and that's all Bill Gates is, that's all Jeff Bezos, and that's all, all of them. They're all the same. And, and the fact is, is that you don't have to be a Spartan or an Athenian. All you have to do is be pretty good at deception because the basic deception and Sonny went to the bank one time and, and he had a check and he asked them he wanted money and he, they gave him some you know uh, paper and he said no I, I want something that's that's real money not these Federal Reserve notes and the teller lowered her voice and said we don't have any money so, consider, we have no money. So what is the power that Bill Gates has with these debt certificates? Are you ever going to pay that debt? Not me. Not me. No, I repudiate that debt because it was obtained by fraud. So, where are we now? Note, 1971, we went off the gold standard because that was Richard Nixon's way of giving everything over to China and taking away any job opportunities from the hippies, which you all put down pretty well these days. Think about it. The hippie is supposed to be dumb, drugged, and a useless mouth for sure. But you forget, I'm a hippie. I'm a lawyer. I'm a naturopath. Who the hell are you putting down? Cheech and Chong? Get a clue. A lot of us went to college. You heard at the beginning. 
We were the largest generation that got an education, and they will never let the rest of you have as much information ever again. You will have to wrest it out of their cold, dead educator hands. Okay. Too many dollars in the international system that they could not exchange it for the gold that it said it was redeemable in. Now, note that the Gates fortune has been since 1980, so it is all debt. Nice idea, huh? Think about it. We don't really owe him a thing. His money is worthless. It's based on debt. It's not backed by anything but his his deceit. He wants to give you a vaccine. Why? He should pay you to take it if you want it. But if you don't know biology and virology and epidemiology and epigenetics and regular genetics and, uh, what, uh, let's see, uh, you have to do... You have to look at the demographics. You have to look at the individual immune systems, the uh, endocrinology, the interactions, the hormones in the brain and the, and the glands. You have to know how the bones act like piezoelectric generators. Every time they move, they cause some electricity. That's why you have to replace the marrow all the time. It's a really cool system. But they're not teaching you that. Okay. I guess we'll just have to take another little break and hear what else about the 60s was going on. The U.S. men's ice hockey team won gold in the Winter Olympics at Squaw Valley, California. Telstar relayed the first transatlantic television signal. History is about to be made in the science of communication among men. Technicians in Europe prepare to receive a signal from the orbiting Telstar satellite that opens... The you even had a pop song about it. Beep, beep, beep. A beaming of the presidential press conference to the continent where most of Europe can witness democracy at work. And Alan Shepard made the first U.S. space flight. He carries his own portable cooling unit to keep him cool while outside the spacecraft. Accompanied by the astronaut's personal physician, Shepard enters the elevator, which will take him to the spacecraft. The yellow vader? The countdown goes on. Oh, it still sends chills up my spine. You know, that's one of the most interesting things. I used to get up early in the morning. I mean, early. And, and just to watch the initial rocket flights, the first astronauts. It's in my book that I got into trouble for listening to John Glenn doing his orbital flights and, uh, during the uh, uh, World Series. And, of course, everybody in the class wanted to listen to the World Series. I guess I was about seventh grade or something. And I had a little transistor radio, and I was listening to John Glenn. I was listening to history. The rest of the knuckleheads were listening to stats on baseball and who was going to hit the most runs and who's had a card for this and that. I'm telling you, they've dumbed you down to the point where sports substitute for intelligence. If you put your time into knowing the calculations rather than just the stats... 
I might have some respect for you and your education. Until then, you're going to need people like me. And if you get rid of all the people who are older, the wisdom that you'll lose is going to be your biggest sin because you won't have anybody to say, hey, think it about it this way. Okay, let's get started again. This section is sponsored by... Right, we were poor, but we could sure rock. And listen to this genius when he was so young. Little Stevie Wonder. So while he's rocking out, the market couldn't care less about the everyday economy. All it cares about is receiving a continued torrent of funds from the Fed. Creating money does not create wealth. Wealth involves work to create goods and services. Listen to this service to our ears and our hearts. All right, huh? That's too much. Okay. Um, well, I mean, this this making money out of the air is going to have an effect eventually. But the real culprit is incompetent and corrupt governing class. You heard me right, class. Since I don't have a chance of getting elected, I can talk the truth. It's a class. It's a special class. And I'm not in it. <laughs> paraphrasing George Carlin. However, I chose to be with the poor a long time ago. And the poor are the people who are really being hurt by this. It's not a Black Lives Matter. The poor. It's about poverty. It's about not enough food. It's about all the abortions. I mean, we've aborted almost as many people as we've added to the, to the population. That's a third of the population or actually a half of the population of 1960. That's a little troubling, so we have to start thinking about that a little bit. I don't know. I, I guess the, our real thing is that, uh, here, you know, here, listen to this.
75% of black children live in a single parent household. That's what matters, the children. They want to increase taxes on income, property, and wealth. What about the income and property? That's, that's the poor first. You make any income, they're going to take some taxes. You make enough to get some property, they're going to take more taxes. And if you one day have enough that you don't have to work because you're maybe renting one of your cottages out to somebody as you get old, they're going to tax that. <laughs> Wipe out. heritage and unwilling to witness or permit the slow undoing of those human rights to which this nation has always been committed and to which we are committed today at home and around the world. I want you to think about that. Do you know what they killed when they assassinated John? They killed our dream. You want to talk about dreamers? You're dreaming about better jobs. We dreamed the future, and they shot us in the head. Hollywood thing, Broadway, Hollywood, all this kind of stuff. I was watching a movie recently, two of them actually, war classics, and of course Schindler's List. You got to take a look at that. Oh man, it's going to take all of us working together to get out of this mess. We're going to have to help each other, and it's got to be about morality. It's got to be about good people versus people who are truly evil and want to hurt others. Uh, can't you see that yet? Well, if you can't, let's start with with something nice and simple for you. Uh, the movie was Go for Broke with Van Johnson, 1951, black and white. And it was about the 442nd Regiment Infantry Combat Team, made up of all Japanese Americans. 
They were brought out of the camps. They were vetted, and they came out, and they joined, and they were one of the most incredible stories that anybody could possibly watch or know about, like the Tuskegee Airmen, the black air, air pilots who fought in the war. Yes, they went through some problems, but like the Japanese, you know, come on, they had a lot of people from Hawaii. And they used to say, in, part, in the uh, movie, one guy says, oh, they call themselves Kanak, like for Kanaka. And they looked at the white people and they said, but they call the officers Kathunk, because it's like hitting a coconut. It's hollow inside. <laughs> it showed that working together against a common enemy, and that's what I want to encourage you to do, against the forces of evil that would take away our liberty the way it has been, that they would try to shut down the 4th of July. It's insane. It's beyond insane. It goes to the fact that we are headed towards war, World War III. Nobody's going to be happy who gets into the White House, and nobody's going to be quiet if it's not the person that they voted for. But how do they know if the vote person they voted for was actually counted? Because here in Hawaii, we have mail-in ballots, and they're going to compare them against a postcard that we signed earlier and make sure that they know who's voting Republican and who's voting Democrat and where. Huh? I used to go into the ballot box, and it was private. It was anonymous. They counted an anonymous ballot that they had checked me in that I was actually me, and I was taking a ballot and voting it and putting it in the machine before I left. Now somebody's going to eyeball it and see who's who. I'm sorry, people. Do you really want to give the SS that kind of power? Oh, speaking of the SS, that was the second part of what I was going to talk about. But maybe we should go back a little bit here. Oh, what have we got? Oh, let's see. Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, let's do this one for a minute, and we'll, we'll just feel better. Huh? space program and set a new goal, putting a man on the moon. I believe that this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out 
of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the earth. You should see LBJ no behind him. project in this period will be more Browning. impressive to mankind or more important for the long-range exploration of space. For the eyes of the world now look into space, to the moon and to the planets beyond. And we have vowed that we shall not see it governed by a hostile flag of conquest, but by a banner of freedom. That includes all of us. We have vowed all that of us. we shall not see space. It's not just the elites. weapons of mass destruction, but with instruments of knowledge and understanding. Do you hear our dream? That the vows of this nation can only be fulfilled if we in this nation are first, and therefore we intend to be first. We were first in the world. Now, we're not. And why is that? Because our corporate overlords, as I pointed out earlier, our feudal masters, our corporate feudal masters, took everything. Your, your anger is not against me for being white. Your anger is against the corporations for taking away your future. Your anger is against the cor corruption at the core of our government from all these appointments based upon not ability, but who's going who's gonna to get the biggest army? Who's going to get the biggest army? Uh, the second one here that I looked at was Hitler's SS Portrait of Evil with Jose Ferrar. And this is 1985. It's in color. It's probably one of the most important films to watch right now because it shows two brothers in the midst of the turmoil that is very similar to the turmoil we're going through. Let me explain. One of the brothers uh, joins the SA, uh, stormtroopers, the brown shirts, and they were the rowdies. They'd go out and beat people up, mo mostly Jewish people or gay people, people they could get away with, but they were gay in themselves. So it was one of these things that you probably have noticed if you're gay or in the uh, purview of being called in the LGBT, that they don't accept everyone. They only expect, accept the people that do their will. So we have the SA, and that was like Hitler's personal guard. But about 1930 or 32 or something, uh, they lost like 100 seats in, in their Congress or Parliament. And a new chancellor was going to be chosen. That chancellor turned out to be Adolf Hitler. The deal was, and, and he executed it right away, he, he was good to his word, that he had to control the brown shirts. So he had the very intellectual, college-bound people who had been recruited beforehand by their professors to become the arm that he needed to quell the brown shirts. And in one night, the Gestapo was born and they executed all the members that they could find of the brown shirts. They then became the most feared police force ever assembled. Now, I want you to think about this. We brought Nazis over here and paperclip and such and made them more important than our own citizens. They took over in rocketry. They took over in science. They took over in psychology. They did unspeakably horrible acts. 
They're the ones doing the biological warfare. They're the ones convincing others that you don't have to have any feelings. You can just do this. It has nothing to do with feelings. It just has to do with pragmatism. You shoot this person. It doesn't affect you. They're gone. Boom. And that person, what were they? Oh, it doesn't matter. They're a useless mouth. They're subhuman. Well, we're hearing some of the same things that, you know, you, you have to get down on your knees and, and lick somebody's boots. Do you realize that it's going to be the very thugs that are worst that the next worst will get rid of and become the power structure for the party? Now, some people say it's going to be Trump and some people say it's whoever the Democrats put in. I can see at this point it doesn't matter because the two sides are both willing to go to war. They both, one side says they don't, the conservatives, you know, they say they don't want to go to war, but they, they kind of go out there and, and they're getting pumped up because they're, they're allowing so much to go on. I've said to my friends, I'm willing to lock arms with everyone else and circle the police so that they don't hurt the protesters and circle the protesters so they don't hurt the police. And somebody's going to break that chain and show who they are because it's always a coward that thinks that they can get away with it that wants to cause the turmoil that comes down on everybody else. But nonviolence is the way to go. It's like a wave, a sea, and it can, a calm sea can calm a raging storm. We have to understand the raging storm is coming and that the two brothers were caught in a spider web of multi multiple nodes of violence, severe violence, and, and unaccountability. One brother in the essay, when they took it down, ended up in Dachau. And his brother, who was in the Gestapo, uh, and recruited by his fencing teacher, uh, wanted to get him out. But the Gestapo didn't have that power because once you were in a concentration camp, only the commandant, or at least at Dachau, could let you out. That could be a life sentence, literally, and a death sentence, literally. So you have to look at what's going on and understand that we have a situation that is leading to conflict and that the probable outcome is going to be just like the police that came up and visited me with their masks, and all three of them were non-white, and um, they made it clear that I was white in Hawaii, and I wasn't going to be able to buy food. And there was nothing they were going to do about it because it didn't have anything to do with civil rights. Any commercial establishment could deny access to anybody for any or no reason. Can you imagine how that would fly in the 60s? Because they used it against black people back then. That's what we fought against. We fought to have equality. That's why a lot of us hippies were poor. Don't you get it? You put us down because we were the we were the real heroes actually giving up privilege to bring the poor up. And the poor were definitely the African Americans, the Negroes, whatever you want to call our brothers and sisters who have a different a different color. That's all. We're all just interesting because we're different. But I don't know if anybody's ever gonna get it. So let's let's play this one. Whoops, wait a second, what happened here? Okay, okay, we're getting long in the tooth. And uh, 
want to just tell you that the bottom line that I, I couldn't get out in the last segment is basically this, that because of the commercial protection of the feuds, of the government protection of the feudal states and monopolies, um, it only makes sense that once they can defund the police that they will have a private police, a new Gestapo. And as Sam Dash said, the Constitution only constrains the government, not private parties. So we're going into a privatization, lockdown, evisceration of all our rights, and the rise of a class of thugs who will be ruling out of intimidation and fear. And although they won't make it in the long run, and I do have sympathy for them at that level, the devil will not win. So enjoy this uh, music on, on the outgo, and you'll understand why. Live by bread alone. Same, same all the time, isn't it? Oh, they've had lots of names, but I like the sneaking whisperer the best. Destruction, complete destruction. Chaz, chop, chop, chop. So y'all gonna join up? Obama's civil military? Rock Obama means fallen lightning. Oh, Barry Satoro took that name, didn't he now? Notice wealth and taste. That's what they offer, death. But I made home run. That's right. What's the name? You think it's Trump? Trump may just be an F. 
There's still time for him to join Satan if he wants, but we'll just have to see. He's like all the other Christians. They talk a good game, don't they? Let the Holy Spirit speak for itself. The love of God is eternal and there's nothing you can do that can take that away. It's the hope of eternity, the hope of all the ages, the hope of all the visible and invisible. Not a game, is it now? Justice is real, and it's as important as any remedy a doctor can concoct. So Lucifer is the restraint? I don't think so. Think about this. It's just been revealed to me anyway. Today I heard that the witchcraft comes out of Africa. Santeria. That motherfucker means that they made the children and the mothers fuck each other with bags on their heads so they didn't know it, but then they had this terrible shame. These people are evil. And I know it's not all black people. But we have to join hands because they're the ones that were used to bring it here. It's not their fault, but it is the fault of those who practice evil, satanistic, witchcraft, hurt, destroy, no, no concern for children, for the flesh, for the spirit, for anything. They don't love their parents. They don't love their brothers and sisters. They don't love their ancestors. What do they love besides themselves? So do remember July 4th coming up. If I don't get around to getting a little bit more into your minds to cogitate that you now know where we're headed and why. I don't know how much more I can tell you, but I probably can entertain you.
And this is where we all started, wasn't it? Going for a ride on the fourth. Ooh, the radio. Same as the Third Reich, the radio, the media, the medium, the witch, the fortune teller. They tried being warlock. They tried being rock and roll star. They tried several wives. Tried a little porn, a little S&M. Tried a little prostitution. Lost your way. What's that Humboldt or, or is that Kush or what you smoking there? Hey, 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 that's what I say. What about you? What is it that you don't get your satisfaction from, but you just keep trying? Well, you come back here. I hope you'll send me something at salvationstomp at gmail.com and, uh, Send me anything. I'll read it on the air, maybe. Or you send a video. Maybe I can figure out how to at least get the audio up. Maybe we'll get some way to start video. More sponsorship, more sponsorship, more sponsorship. We need some money to keep going. But there is no money in the world. So send me a real silver dime, if you will. And all, well, we'll just keep marching along. Bye.